Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience sharing article entitled Having Complete Faith in Master Li by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Minghui website on December 1st, 2023. I fell into a stagnant state in my cultivation after going through some tribulations. Instead of improving, my xingxing dropped. I felt weaker physically and started having illness symptoms. The aging process also became apparent. My mind was often filled with negative thoughts, which made me anxious. I grew more and more impatient, even snapping at loved ones, and made a few mean and hurtful remarks. I had been merely going through the motions of reading Drawn Falun, the main book of Falun Dafa, and doing the exercises. I hadn't truly cultivated my heart in a very long time. I talked and acted as if I was an ordinary person. I wanted to cultivate diligently again, but how? Part 1. Studying the Fa with a Calm and Clear Mind Master told us over and over again to study the Fa and study it well. In order to combat persistent interference and study the Fa well, I began to memorize Drawn Falun two years ago. It took me more than six months to memorize the entire book. Then I started over and memorized Drawn Falun again and again. When memorizing the Fa, many Fa principles that I had overlooked in the past became clear to me. When memorizing, I was able to grasp the true meaning of the Fa principles, which helped me gain deeper insights into cultivation. I now know how to cultivate. I used to think as long as I studied the Fa, did the exercises every day, and made good choices that were based on Fa principles, I was cultivating and my gong would naturally increase. Whenever I came across tribulations or conflicts, I saw them as interference instead of opportunities for improvement. I didn't look at myself to find attachments, nor did I actively try to get rid of them. For example, when confronted by either management from work or local authorities about my belief in Dafa, I was reluctant to engage in a conversation. I lacked righteous thoughts and was afraid of being persecuted, so I avoided talking to them and accepted the consequences passively. My past experience of being arrested and tortured deepened my fear and my resentment. I kept putting it off hoping I'd become more diligent and have stronger righteous thoughts. I even asked Master to remove this tribulation for me. During that time, I had a lot of interference when studying the Fa. I had trouble finding time for Fa study, and when I did, I couldn't focus or I dozed off. I couldn't finish a single lecture of Drawn Falun a day. It took me a couple of months, sometimes even longer, to study all nine lectures. Without adequate Fa study, the tribulation snowballed. I couldn't break through and felt defeated and depressed. Memorizing the Fa turned it all around. In order to make progress memorizing, I was forced to focus and remember each character and each sentence correctly. Even though I had read Dronfalun many times, I only truly understood some of the Fa principles 
for the first time. Master said in Lecture 4 of Dwan Falun, quote, You will be made to abandon all those attachments that you cannot give up among everyday people. As long as you have them, all of those attachments must be removed in different environments. You will be made to stumble, whereby you will become enlightened to the Tao. This is how you go through cultivation. Unquote. Why have I never noticed that Master Li said we have to relinquish all attachments? Instead of taking tribulations head-on as they come, I tried to take a detour and delay them. There is no precondition in cultivation, and I cannot pick and choose my tribulations. I cannot run away from them and need to take them seriously. I was thinking as if I was an ordinary person, not a cultivator. I dreaded routine visits from the local authorities and meetings with my supervisor. I didn't want to be persecuted again, so I tried to avoid it. But a tribulation was arranged to target this attachment of mine. I dug deeper and tried to find the root cause of this fear. Why was I scared? It turned out that I was afraid of losing my comfortable life and financial stability. I failed to place my complete faith in Master and the Fa and walk only the path arranged by Master. I didn't want my family to get implicated and suffer hardship and failed to consider that those who don't know the truth about Dafa are dangerously close to being eliminated. My human notions and attachment to self got the best of me. Dafa disciples are here to help a master rectify the Fa. I am here to rectify all that is incorrect. Then why am I scared of them? They should be scared of me. Fear is not something I should have. It is something I need to get rid of. With this thought, my righteous thoughts instantly grew stronger. My fear weakened and my resentment toward the police and my supervisor disappeared. Of course, these attachments were not relinquished all at once. They still pop up and sometimes even very strongly. After reading some sharing articles on Minghui, I memorized the section, Your Main Consciousness Should Dominate, from John Falun and recited it repeatedly to strengthen my righteous thoughts. I recited it while riding the bus, walking, before going to sleep, and whenever I got afraid. When I recited this section of the Fa, the unsettling feeling quickly dissipated, and I felt relieved and relaxed. I started to see tribulations in a different light. They are stepping stones meant to help us improve and elevate our cultivation. As I slowly overcame my fear, things improved. I was able to talk to a police officer in a calm way when he visited. I told him, You know, these routine visits and harassment have no legal basis. My non-compliance is a service to you. Practicing Falun Dafa is entirely legal. Please do not disrupt my cultivation. If more people know what Dafa is and how wonderful it is, we would all be safe. Society would be more stable and your job would no longer be so stressful. I was able to finally put an end to a decade-long fear. I realized that studying the Fa with a calm heart is how we truly obtain the Fa. Only then can we measure everything against the Fa, find our human notions and attachments, and get rid of them. This is cultivating solidly and the only way to elevate our level. Part 2. 
Cultivating my every thought. In cultivation, we get rid of our thought karma and human attachments little by little and layer by layer. When a family member went through a life and death tribulation, I couldn't do anything about it and became depressed. I wondered, why am I even cultivating in Dafa? I couldn't carry on as a cultivator, yet I couldn't go back to being an ordinary person. I didn't have the option to either live or die. I couldn't shake this negative thought or suppress it. What should I do? I didn't realize at the time that it was my thought karma. This thought seemed to have a mind of its own and had a tight grip on me. I didn't know what to do. I tried to ignore it, but couldn't stay focused while studying the fa. So I did the second exercise for an hour. When I finished, the thought had become very faint, as if it had nothing to do with me. In fact, it was not me at all. It dawned on me that studying the fa, doing the exercises, and cultivating the heart are different forms of cultivation. As long as we truly cultivate, we can rectify our incorrect state of being. I used to be weak and couldn't even withstand the wind. I often thought, being as weak as I am, I'd collapse before the communist regime persecutes me. When imprisoned for my belief, I didn't think I was going to make it through my term in that harsh environment. However, I made it through by some miracle. Years after I was released, I still couldn't believe it. After I started memorizing the Fa, I especially paid attention to getting rid of my thought karma. Only now did I realize that this kind of negative thinking did not originate from my main consciousness, but was imposed by the old forces. For many years, I was afraid of logging into the Minghui website and did not get in contact with the local practitioners. It had a lot to do with my fear of succumbing to torture. I was scared of being arrested again and implicating other practitioners. I failed to deny the old forces arrangements. I learned that in cultivation, karma is eliminated little by little. Our xingxing improves little by little and our bodies assimilate to the fa layer by layer. Only when we take one step at a time and rectify our every thought can we steadily help more beings in our universe assimilate to dafa and ultimately achieve consummation. A little while back, a friend of mine lost consciousness and was critically ill. The local practitioners and I decided that we needed to clarify the truth to his family and save him. We met his family at the hospital and told them to recite, Falun Dafa is good. Truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. We sent righteous thoughts and called out his main consciousness. I thought about how everybody in this world came for the Fa and should be saved by Dafa. A week passed and there was no sign of improvement. Only the medical staff were able to see him. I thought, we've done everything we could now we just have to wait and see what happens. This was the kind of passive attitude I used to have toward clarifying the truth. However, this time I realized right away that this is not a righteous thought. It was interference. I continued to send righteous thoughts but wasn't attached to the results. If I truly wanted to save this friend, I needed to stay the course and take it seriously. Other practitioners also kept up with righteous thoughts and didn't give up. 
Three weeks passed and still there was no sign of improvement. The doctors suggested that his family take him home to save on expenses. They believed the chance of him waking up was very small. It was a highly reputable hospital, and the doctors had seen many similar cases in the past few decades, but only one patient came out of the coma. Even if he woke up, the doctor said he'd most likely be a vegetable. We didn't let this news affect us and instead clarified the truth further to his family to convince them not to give up. We asked the family to recite, Falun Dafa is good. Truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good to him whenever they could in person. A few days later, right before being discharged from the hospital, he started to regain consciousness. Slowly, he woke up and was soon out of the life-threatening condition. How well we save people has a lot to do with the strength of our righteous thoughts and how well we cooperate with one another. I used to just go through the motions when clarifying the truth, which proved to be not very effective. I didn't realize that a lot of interference came from myself instead of any external cause. Part 3. Crucial to Steadfast Cultivation How can we place 100% faith in Master and the Fa? We can only achieve this degree of strong faith by taking one step at a time in our cultivation. Even when I'm fully aware of the Fa principles, I sometimes still cannot handle a conflict well and struggle to overcome tribulations. I get frustrated with myself and ask, Master, why can't I do as required by the Fa? When I studied the Fa later, this passage from Lecture 4 of Dronfalun stood out, and I made progress. Quote, My Fa Shen know everything. They know everything on your mind, and they can do anything. If you do not cultivate, they will not take care of you. If you do cultivate, they will help you all the way to the end. Unquote. I knew right away it was Master answering my question. Master is always watching over me, and Master knows everything. Having realized this, I immediately felt more confident, and my heart was light and hopeful. The things that happened in the following days further reinforced my confidence and my faith in the Fa. I was driving with a family member as a passenger. She shouted orders and told me to do this and that. But when I suggested anything, she totally ignored me. I told her how I felt and said that she was irrational and disrespectful. She pushed back. Oh, you're not happy being treated this way? Isn't this how you used to treat me? I was upset but remembered right away that Master was there with me and Master knew everything. Isn't this Master helping me improve? My anger and annoyance melted away. I broke into tears and felt gratitude toward Master. When we run into a test or tribulation, as long as we remember that it is always arranged by Master to help us eliminate karma and improve, we will be able to overcome it. I watched a British drama series recently and regretted it very much afterward. I was upset for not being able to control myself. When studying the Fa later that day, I apologized to Master. Sorry, Master, I wasted my time watching TV instead of studying the Fa. I then heard a small voice within me. The drama is not made by the Chinese Communist Party. It promotes traditional values and culture. 
It is good for human beings. Another voice said, Although it depicts traditional culture, it is an interference to cultivation because it takes time away from Fa study. As soon as I had that thought, a stream of warmth came down from the top of my head and wrapped around me. I knew Master was encouraging me for the righteous thought I had. I decided right there that I would not watch the series again. I examined myself and found some human notions and attachments. I liked how some actors looked and how polite their characters were in the series. The male actors were very gentlemanlike and the actresses are pretty. I realized it was my lust and it was a hard one to detect. I still longed for things that were noble and elegant. I still longed for a happy life among humans. As cultivators, we have to look at everything from a cultivator's perspective and base everything on the fa. However nice things are among humans, it's based on the standards of humans. Dafa is offering salvation to the people of the world. Only when people learn the truth about Dafa can they be saved. And saving more people is what we need to do. Part 4. Truly Meeting the Standard of the Fa Cultivation is serious and we have to truly meet the standards of the Fa. Dafa cultivation is not hard because we have the great Fa and Master himself is guiding us. As long as we truly cultivate ourselves according to the standards of the Fa, we can do this. Cultivation is a long, hard journey, but we have to keep in mind that all the tribulations we encounter are caused by our own karma. Enduring hardship is a good thing. It is how we eliminate karma and improve ourselves. Thank you, Master, for compassionately watching over and protecting us. I extend my endless gratitude. following is an experience sharing article presented at the 2023 Taiwan Falun Dafa Cultivation Experience Sharing Conference entitled, Cherishing the Opportunity to Practice Cultivation Like I Did When I First Started by a Falun Dafa Practitioner in Taiwan. The article was published on the Minghui website on December 25, 2023. Greetings esteemed master, greetings fellow practitioners. I graduated from university in 2015. I accumulated seven years of experience in analyzing data by working in an everyday company. In my spare time, I helped with practitioner-run projects, including NTD-TV. This year, when I heard that the representatives from the Epoch Times and NTD-TV planned to come to Taiwan to recruit a statistics team, I welcomed a turning point in my life. Part 1. My Understanding of Choice After discussing with my family and managers at work, I decided to work full-time in a media company started by Falun Dafa practitioners. This was not an easy decision, but I had always wanted to contribute my knowledge to a project to let people know about Falun Dafa. Therefore, I never wavered in the process of overcoming many difficulties. No matter what environment we are in, 
How we arrange our time to do the three things well is a test for every practitioner. We are able to be Dafa disciples in this lifetime because of the right choices we made time and again throughout history. I once read an article about a practitioner's past life. He wrote that in a previous lifetime, he was a bodyguard for Emperor Kangxi. Even though it was a hard and short life, it was a choice he did not regret. At his level, he observed that every time we made a correct choice, we left behind a shining record. The old forces even made it a rule that one must accumulate a number of such records in order to become a Falun Dafa practitioner. Many non-practitioners fell short by one or two choices. After reading this article, I felt really sorry for those around me who were not practitioners. I admired practitioners who persisted in validating the Fa for many years. No matter how many lifetimes we have been through and the choices we made, this is the final act in the millennia-long play. I later realized that a sudden test I went through a few months before I started working full-time in media was arranged as a cleansing process. Master said in teachings given on Lantern Festival Day 2003, quote, Cultivation? We didn't arrange cultivation for him. What's cultivation? We just want to cleanse, cleanse step by step, all the way up. Cleanse it. It's as simple as that. Yet when manifest at different levels, it becomes paving the way, having troubles, enduring hardships, eliminating karma, cultivating, and so on. Cultivating one way, practicing another way. Unquote. Part 2 Maintaining Righteous Thoughts During Tribulations After the new year, the left side of my face suddenly became swollen. It improved after I did the exercises, read the Fa, and sent righteous thoughts. I felt certain substances being taken away in other dimensions, and the pain subsided when I examined myself, found my attachments, and sincerely repented my mistakes. The swelling returned after several hours. The pain spread to my head and eyebrows, and I could not sleep. Master said in Lecture 1 of Zhuan Falun, quote, Once you improve your Xingxing, your body will undergo a great change. Upon Xingxing improvement, the matter in your body is guaranteed to transform. What kind of changes will take place? You will give up those bad things that you are attached to, unquote. I realized that the swelling was caused by all the attachments and bad substances that I hung on to for a long time. These things accumulated in other dimensions and now manifested here in the human dimension. In the past, I often thought about bad people's loopholes, and I love to watch movies about this. Focusing on others' shortcomings has a negative effect on cultivators because it makes one's thoughts complicated. Although I knew I should get rid of such complexities in my thinking because I practice cultivation, I was not able to control myself. Isn't this similar to what I experienced with the swelling in my face? Whenever I eliminated my attachments, it swelled again and the pain worsened. I enlightened that it was the price I had to pay for wasting time in the past. I wasted the precious time Master extended for us to cultivate, and this was a serious matter. When I sincerely apologized to Master and made up my mind to cherish the time to cultivate, I felt a huge piece of negative matter was removed. I thought that since this thing won't let me sleep, 
I will use the time to study the Fa and sin righteous thoughts. I wanted to recoup the time that I wasted in the past. Thus, from Monday when the swelling began, I endured the repeating process of the pain subsiding and recurring. The pain was so intense that I was unable to think and I had no appetite. I lost nine pounds. On Saturday, I was unable to go to work and asked for half a day leave to stay home. I went to the practice site and did the exercises outside. It was cold, wet, and windy. On the way home, I felt cold and hungry. My head and face throbbed. My body gradually got cold and all my bad thoughts returned. When the swelling first started, my family asked me to go to the hospital. They felt it was connected to the nerves in my head and the situation was serious. They were worried that I might die. I thought, don't tell me I'm going to die. I've done everything I could and tried my best. What else can I do? In spite of how terrible I felt, I persisted in watching videos of master's lectures while sitting in the full lotus position. Before I went to work, I watched half of lecture nine. I told myself that even if I died that day, I must finish watching the second half of the lecture. When I began to watch the lecture, I could feel the cold in my body slowly leave and I was enveloped by a warm energy. I sat quietly listening to the Fa until a certain part when disciples applauded. I suddenly recalled the first time I attended the nine-day Falandafa introductory class and watched Master's taped lectures. I was perplexed because the applause interrupted Master's lecture. I asked my family member who attended the class with me, why did everyone clap? He replied that perhaps people thought what Master said was great, or maybe they were moved. I still thought there was no need to keep clapping. I did not realize that this thought was disrespectful of Master and Dafa. This time I felt completely different watching Master's taped lectures. I deeply felt my heart was with the practitioners who listened to Master's teachings. I understood the respect and gratitude they had for Master, and I was moved to tears. Whenever the practitioners applauded, I would do husher to express my respect for Master. I almost forgot about my pain. After I finished watching Lecture 9, I did husher once again and said in a soft voice, Thank you, Master. I felt surrounded by energy and my whole head felt hot. I was thirsty and got up to drink water. However, it tasted weird, like I was drinking blood, not water. I ran to the toilet to spit it out and saw blood and pus. All kinds of red, yellow, and bad substances were coming out. That giant swelling on my face broke, and I was fine in an instant. I truly experienced what it means by the saying, things will turn around after reaching an extreme. Before I watched the lecture, I felt I was going to die, yet I recovered in an instant. It turns out my perseverance during this period of time was all part of the process of things taking a turn for the better. In spite of the false surface appearances, Master looks after everything and makes sure nothing goes wrong. Master said in Lecture 9 of Falun, quote, When you are overcoming a real hardship or tribulation, you try it. When it's difficult to endure, try to endure it. When it looks impossible and is said to be impossible, Give it a try and see if it is possible. If you can actually do it, 
You will indeed find, after passing the shady willow trees, there will be bright flowers in another village ahead. Unquote. Looking back at the six-day ordeal, the constant pain I was in made me feel it was so long and hard for me to hang on to. I did not even realize that I had the issue of pursuit that Master talked about in Falun. A practitioner later pointed out that doing the exercises, studying the Fa, and sending righteous thoughts during a tribulation seemed to be doing these things with a heart of pursuit. After this tribulation, I realized that practicing cultivation with a pure heart means not having any conditions attached. Even if I was going through a test, I should not do the exercises just to make myself feel comfortable. This is because we are Falun Dafa disciples, and we should listen to Master and unconditionally do the three things well. Therefore, when I simply wanted to finish listening to Lecture 9 without any pursuit, Master gave me hints, and I realized that many years ago, the thought that there is no need to applaud was being disrespectful to Master and the Fa, and it should have been immediately rectified. Respecting Master and the Fa is a matter that all Dafa disciples should pay attention to. Our casual thoughts, whether big or small, may cause tribulations. Afterward, a practitioner reminded me that I should send righteous thoughts more frequently, because no matter how dire the situation, it is not an excuse to persecute Dafa disciples and force them to pass away prematurely. Part 3. Cultivate as I did in the beginning. With Master's help, I overcame my sickness karma and joined the media company. The biggest gain was the improvement in my cultivation state. In the past, I found it hard to endure that I sent righteous thoughts at four set times during the day. Now, not only am I able to do so, I felt my field in other dimensions brighten. I cherish the group environment of doing the exercises, studying the fa, and sharing cultivation experiences. I try to harmonize our cultivation environment, which in turn tempers us and, in the process, our deeply seated human notions are removed layer by layer. In the past, I was busy switching between my everyday job and DAFA projects. I always felt pressed for time, and I longed to have more time to study the FA and do the exercises. A practitioner once said that eating and drinking are things we must do every day, therefore we don't say that we have to eat or drink. However, to a true cultivator, studying the FA and doing the exercises are the most basic things to do, so shouldn't we do them without being reminded? This year I had the opportunity to spend some time at the New York head office for the Epoch Times and NTD TV. I was immersed in the local cultivation environment and participated in outdoor exercises to tell people about Falun Dafa. While I held a display board with information on Dafa, a person nodded at us amicably. Puzzled, I asked the practitioner, Do you know him? The practitioner said, No, I don't know him, but maybe one day he will practice. The practitioner then offered him a flyer. I was amazed by how naturally the practitioner told people about Dafa. It made me recall when I first began to practice. I was like that too. Every time I went out with another practitioner to eat or buy a drink, he handed out cards which had a brief introduction to Dafa. People gladly took the card and thanked him. 
Other practitioners inspired me to be more proactive in telling people about Dafa. In the beginning, I was afraid to speak English, but with the wish to tell people about Dafa, Master arranged for Chinese people to ask me things and provided me with the opportunity to clarify the truth. Together with another practitioner, we also helped Chinese nationals quit the Chinese Communist Party while catching the train to attend a group FA study. Right up to a few days before I returned to Taiwan, I even met people who asked me for directions. I tried my best to overcome my fear of conversing in English. When I had the heart to save people, Master and Divine Beings helped me. English words kept popping up in my mind, and I was able to tell them about Dafa. Part 4. Conclusion Putting my whole heart into doing the three things helped me to return to the cultivation state I had when I first started practicing. I was sometimes moved to tears when I listened to other practitioners' experiences. One sharing about vows left a deep impression on me. The practitioner dreamed that he was taken to a place where our vows are kept. There were three levels. The scrolls in the bottom level were for those who were lost. The middle section contained the vows of those who obtained the fa, but did not do the things required of us. The top level contained scrolls for practitioners who are fulfilling their vows now. The practitioner saw his scroll. Although it was not written in the current Chinese language, he vaguely understood that the part of his vow he fulfilled emitted golden light and was placed right in front. The part he was currently working on kept flashing, while the ones he had not completed were still quietly waiting. As beings who went through different reincarnations and were fortunate enough to become Dafa practitioners in this lifetime, our vows are either shining or dark, depending on the choices we make. I hope we can cherish every sentient being we meet. This is my understanding at my level. I hope we can learn from one another and cultivate diligently. Thank you, Master, and all practitioners. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.